Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. G'day listeners. I reckon most of our listeners, if they're listening prior to Christmas, are feeling a little strung out. Yeah, they're probably not that good. Nope. <laughs> I wonder, actually, our um, our stats are still pretty strong, Coxie. So people are still mm. listening to the podcast. Maybe I they're think that's us for inspiration and advice at this time of year. Maybe like Bryant, they're just listening so we they fall asleep at night. <laughs> well, I hope he wasn't sort of uh, bundling us up in a comment that he made recently <laughs> that somebody could put an insomniac to sleep. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we probably come under that uh, banner, but uh, I listen to podcasts to fall asleep, so I'm not going to be offended where I probably should be. <laughs> So uh, given that everyone's pretty busy at this time of year, I'm going to do a better job today of less waffle, less circling like the great grey shark, and just get straight to the point. That's a challenge and a half. Okay, let's do it, Warwick. I'm ready. I'm I'm willing to embrace failure, Coxie. <laughs> oh, nice. Because I probably won't do any of those things. I'm just going to waffle even worse after almost knocking my microphone over. <laughs> yeah, that would uh, be hilarious. <laughs> and circling around things like crazy. No, it's it is um, very close to Christmas Day. Um, Ten days to go as this episode goes to air. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you haven't done your Christmas shopping now, good luck because uh, I'm pretty sure the world's gone even madder this year. Than previous years, given uh, the the last nine, ten months or so that we've had here in mm. Australia and New Zealand. So, um, Coxie and I thought it would be a good opportunity, partly as a reminder, we've talked about some of these things before, partly as a voice of reason in your ear holes today, uh, to hopefully get you to focus on a few really useful things, impactful things that you can do before the end of the year. And as I said, a bit of a reminder, we've talked about some of these things before. One thing that if you haven't done it yet, this is a, a poke in the eye for you. Tell your clients what the heck you're up to. It's a big one. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a simple one to overlook and yet it can create so much frustration in your downtime. Yeah, it does. And it really intrudes on your space. Mm. Um, which is apt uh, that, that I talk about that because I have Minnie Was with me today <laughs> as we're recording this episode and she's currently occupied with some food in another room <laughs> <laughs> so we can record this episode. But uh, yeah, obviously love having my girl around. And, um, but it's, it's that uh, interruption of, of a space that you're used to holding and, you know, Christmas time, we all probably have a desire for a particular feeling through Christmas, whether or not you're actually taking a break. I think most of you listening would want some sort of peace, some sort of family time, some sort of reprieve. And if you've got clients sending you cranky text messages because they didn't know you were shutting down and why aren't you on site 
and what's happening with this wire poking out of the ceiling. Uh, that just really, it's like pushing the old uh, record needle across the record. It's just mm. Like it really cuts into your space. So I think it's important to sort of quarantine. Oh, there's a scary word in uh, 2020. <laughs> quarantine some, some time at Christmas by letting people know in advance what you're up to. Now, we talked in a previous episode, I think, or maybe that was a coaching call, Coxie, actually. Coaching call, yep. Uh, about telling your clients in advance whether you're shutting down or not, how you're dealing with that, uh, get your voicemail set up, and actually prepare your customers for what is about to happen. Uh, and that mm. way you can actually increase the likelihood that you're going to have some space at Christmas. My nine-year-old just crawled I, into the room. <laughs> I don't think it hurts to, it, you know, it's a, it's a really proactive activity that decreases the stress over what potentially for most traders is a break. And if it's not a break, you still, it's still a high stress time. We don't want to add extra stress because clients don't know how to get in touch with you over this period of time if there's an emergency or the like. But it's also really subtle advertising opportunity for your business to remind people you're around, keep you top of mind. Oh, that's right. Tom's electrical services. Yep. So if I've got an emergency, I now know I need to text that number. I'll, I'll pop that email aside so I can let them know if I do have something go wrong. Or uh, a great one for builders is actually do a handover or a walkthrough with your client so they understand where things are at, particularly in the renovation space if they're living in the reno over the break. Do a walkthrough, have them understand, eliminate any of those questions that are going to come over the time because there is nothing worse than getting a question on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Boxing Day, New Year's mm. Eve, because a client didn't know what to expect and therefore, rightly so, they're confused and need to check things. Do it beforehand. Make your life easier by doing this one little tiny, not so hard thing, a little time consuming, might take you half an hour, and then you're done. And you know what, Coxie? I, I believe that most of our clients here at Tradies in Business, and certainly most of you listening to this, I suspect, really do care about your clients and their their level of um, <clears throat> satisfaction or mm. well-being. You know, most of our community really do care about their customers. Mm. Uh, I know we, you know, we, we joke sometimes about particular types of clients, but largely we all give a damn about our clients. And you could actually give your clients a better Christmas uh, period by giving them that information that Coxie's just talked about, because it's going to relieve some of the uncertainty for them. There's plenty of that floating around the world at the moment. And, you know, what better way as their tradesperson to actually help them have a better Christmas than to tell them that they won't see anyone on site until the 10th of January or whatever mm -hmm. date you're actually going to be back there and give them something on a piece of paper, give them a little mud map of, Here's what's going to happen. Uh, you know, we'll be back on site at this date. We've we've made this area safe. Um, just a reminder that, you know, for a builder, for example, you're not actually allowed on site. We're more than happy for you to come and stand outside and gaze through the windows. If you want to have a look through, um, we'll be off air from this date to this date. But, you know, happy to come and walk family through. If you've got rellos staying that want to come and see the exciting project, um, get in touch with us. We can book something in for, you know, the, the 30 
thirtieth of December, maybe if you mm-hmm. if you're that way inclined as a builder, for example. But you think of it as giving a bit of a gift to your client as well. And even if they're service and maintenance type clients, um, same thing. You know, if something goes wrong, uh, you know, this is how you can deal with it. We've organised another tradesperson that. Although we're not actually doing call-out work, we've got someone else lined up that can actually step in and do that for us. Um, you know, we know their work is is decent quality, and uh, you know, if you give us a call, we can give you their number, etc. So, I think just a lot of that positioning removes stress for people. Uh, and it's also a great it. opportunity to remove stress for you. I, I reference. I've spoken about this on the podcast before, and I'll reference back to it again. We had an incident one morning. It was very early. We walked the dogs at five. We were out walking around and came across a possum that had been hit by a car, and we didn't know where to go or what to do. So our first port of call was obviously to start calling wildlife carers in the neighborhood and not Mm. one of them could help us could you just hold it until the vet opens sure but nobody would give me an understanding of where I could actually take it down because the poor thing was in a lot of pain and discomfort Mm. and I couldn't find that information so by the time I finally got through to the RSPCA I was incredibly frustrated I was pretty terse I I wouldn't say I was rude but I was very terse Uh, and that just created stress for the poor lady answering the phone at the end of the day whereas if one of those people or one of the websites I visited or even the Facebook group I went to had have just said RSPCA are open from this time to this time if you call this number you can arrange a drop-off or go around head around to this direction and arrange a drop-off I couldn't even find opening hours for emergency so your clients are going to feel the same we already feel stressed if there's an emergency we tend to get a little snarky when we're stressed or there's a problem or you know my ham is cooking in the oven and the oven's just died so where do I go and what do I do make it easy on me and I'm more likely to be quite reasonable when I actually get around to talking to you rather than snapping at you because you haven't done anything wrong other than not advise me where to go and find the information I require yeah it goes back to just being a helpful business yes by being a helpful person and sometimes that's just giving people another alternative it might not be you that yeah. does the work but just give me another option man like i just want to know so, is there another mechanic i can call do, do you know anyone else in town because i don't know i'm freaking out right now i got my whole family arriving tomorrow and the minibus has just broken down so <laughs> how am i going to pick everyone up from the airport right? yeah, it's simple though All right, so that's the first one. Notify your clients. Have a plan in place. Let your clients know what it is. Um, Give them advance warning and give yourself the opportunity to turn the darn phone off between, Mm. you know, 6 p.m. on the 24th and 8 a.m. on the 27th or something. Like at least give Mm. yourself that break. You don't have to be replying to text messages and stuff when you could actually be enjoying Christmas with your family. So that's the first Mm. one. The second one uh, is one that I was always reminded of back in the days when I was doing triathlon and it was around finish lines. And anyone who's, who's uh, been a track and field athlete, particularly a runner uh, or even, you know, automotive racing, motor racing, they know that, the race isn't over until you've crossed the finish line. Right. And part of that, which really, to me, it was really profound when I was taught this by one of my coaches back in triathlon days was you run through the line. And as an athlete, you set the finish line as this imaginary point 
three, four, five paces past the piece of paint or the tape that they're holding up. Because what most people do is they get sight of the finish line and they start to slow down. And there's been so many races, whether it's motor racing, horse racing, running racing, anywhere there's a line, people button off before they get there and they've been overtaken by someone else who's manically running to this imaginary point past the line and they get pipped at the post. We even have a saying for it. So we see the same in in business. People get sight of the 31st of December or the 24th of December or the end of the tax year or the end of the month for, for a lot of people or the end of the week. And they start to lift the foot off the accelerator before they actually get to the line. So the second point really is run through the line, keep the pedal to the metal until after the finish line. That's the headspace you want to carry for me, Coxie, that's down to doing the fundamental stuff, the simple things, whether it's a daily focus journal, um, which probably most of our listeners have no idea what I'm talking about because it's a, a trade desk resource for our premium members. But, you know, some of those fundamental things that you do, maybe you meditate every day. Don't stop doing it because you're almost there. Keep it going until the 25th. Uh, mm. you know, keep doing your daily task lists, your team meetings, all of those things that tend to get left and, and dropped as we get closer to the end, we just start doing the bare basics and it really does have a big impact on how you come back after a break. And that's probably the biggest thing we see, isn't it, Coxie? It is. And you make a really great point. It's you're setting yourself up for that return, whether you feel like it in the moment when you're working and we look, we get it. We're, we're feeling really fatigued ourselves this year. We've got a week left or the rest of this week left of work ourselves. <laughs> we're still focused on running through the finish line because we're setting ourselves up for what it looks like when we get back. You know, we really want to be able to down tools for two weeks, have two weeks off, um, enjoy some time with our families, come back fresh, rested and relaxed, knowing that we have a bunch of plans in place ready to go as soon as we hit the ground. So it's an easy, again, thing to drop the ball on. Uh, it's really simple to just think, oh, look, that invoicing can wait. Or, you know what, that data entry, I can do that after Christmas or in between Christmas or New Year. Or, you know, don't worry about a team meeting this week. Everyone's so busy. I'll just make it easy for them. But doing the same things that you've always done is really setting you up for that success that you need to kick off in the beginning of the year. Because when you come back, it's just as stressful as you end, the year you ended. Yeah. We tend to be... Uh, we run into Christmas, we pause, and then we run into the new year. It's ridiculous how quickly we get overwhelmed by work and those habits, good habits that you've let go just prior to your break tend to not be very well picked back up when we come back to work. So don't drop them. Just keep doing what you do. I'm, I'm picturing an origin match and the scores are tied and it's the last 30 seconds and I don't know, name your own favorite player, but someone's like just intercepted the ball and done a big runaway sprint for the line and they get complacent and tired before they get to the try line and they fumble the ball and they knock it on mm. with the opportunity. They could have actually won the game in the dying seconds, but they just got sloppy towards the end. Yep. Don't, don't, don't be that guy. No. 
Don't forget your marketing too. I'm just sitting here thinking, oh my goodness, how yeah. amazing would it be if everybody turned on their marketing before they went away? So they come back to a backlog of work and calls that they need to catch up on for new quotes. Hooray. Recruiting. Run that recruitment yes. ad. You know, yes. Do it now. Don't wait till after Christmas. Do it now because guess who's sitting around wondering what they're going to do in 2021 because they're sick of 2020. Mm-hmm. A bunch of employees looking to jump mm-hmm. ship. So all these things are, are akin to that analogy of hit the line, put the ball on the deck, then you've scored a try. You can celebrate mm. after you've put the ball down on the grass. So that's the yeah. second one. Please don't. Don't run through the try line with your finger in the air, waving it around and then drop the ball. Please don't do that. I know. But how many times do you see it, Coxie? Too Celebrating often, and taking the, the foot off the pedal before it's actually <laughs> happened. So that's the second one. And then the last of our three biggies for today's episode is um, I'm going to say inspo. Coxie? Mm-hmm. Use use the the holiday season, the family season, the the rest season, the whatever the heck you're doing between the arbitrary dates of the 24th of December and the 2nd of January and use it for a bit of inspo for your business and your life and what 2021 looks like. Uh, be mindful about how you actually use that time. Yeah, start with intention. We, we've spoken previously about sticking it on the wall. I use an inspiration board. Uh, it, it's my time in between Christmas and New Year to create my inspiration for the year ahead and what I want it to look like. So it's just sitting with the intention of this is how I really want my year to look like this year. And I can say pretty well overwhelmingly my year looked like my board said this year. And that's because I start with the intention and you deliver on that intention, right? It's mindful, but it's a great time to dream because it is that rest time. And so the brain gets thinking and creative again, whereas trying to dream right now is ridiculous other than trying to think of what it might look like on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Mm. We're too tired. We're too exhausted. So the peak time to do that is in your break. It's a great time to reconnect with your spouse, spend some time dreaming with them, come up with your hit list for the year, for five years, 10 years, have a think about what it is that you would like so that you can start working towards that when you start back in January. Mm. And if you've done step one and two from today's episode reasonably well, you should have a bit of space where Mm. instead of all of this information going into your head, uh, you know, client calls and invoices and quotes and all this stuff that's sort of coming at you, there's more of an opportunity for things to come out of you. Um, Hopefully not like demons and stuff. If you're getting an exorcism, but uh, (laughs) you might feel like you need it after this year. (laughs) Um, But you know, thoughts, ideas, dreams, goals, uh, as I said, inspo showing my age here and trying to be cool, but there's an opportunity for the direction of the information flow to switch so we can get some stuff out. And one of the keys to that is grabbing, a sheet of paper or a whiteboard or, you know, maybe your, your tablet device or something, but you know, paper and pen is really good. Just start scribbling some stuff down, you know, things I'd like to experience in 2021 or things I wish I could do next year. Like just start to think mm. a little creatively about possibilities. They don't have to be definite. Don't worry about the, the um, the filtering and the mechanics of it all. And can we actually do this? Can we really afford to take a month off next year? It's like, if that's something that you just really want to think about, put it down, put it on paper, commit it to 
to, I guess, making it physical. And mm. then you can start to do some planning around that in January. Mm. So, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it's just preparation. Again, it's preparing you whilst you're feeling creative, inspired and excited about what the future looks like before you get, I guess, caught back up in the circle of everyday life that sometimes can take away some of that inspiration. Mm. Take that time while you have it and put it down, put it on paper, cut out pictures. I stick them all up on my board. I look at them in my office every day. If I really, really, really want something, it goes on the fridge because then the whole family's looking at it every day. <laughs> uh, Adam Spencer, that one was for you. No, it wasn't. It was for Luke. It's for Luke. Oh, you're uh, dobbing Adam's, people in left, right and center here. <laughs> I am. Adam's wife does the same. I think that one was for Luke. Yeah, which- yeah. About it, one of our board sessions last week, but stick it on the fridge. It really—it's amazing how looking at something you would like to achieve on the fridge every day helps you set a daily intention without it even being mindful. It just happens, mm. and that stuff tends to come to fruition quicker than if we just have an idea and let it go. Mm. Put it down, cut it out, stick it up. So there you go, gang. Uh, three Christmas wishes from Coxie and I <laughs> for you as a tradies in business listener and follower. Uh, I know we have a lot of members and clients that listen to the show as well. So um, applies to you equally as much as someone who uh, is is um, simply listening to these episodes. Um, if you would like more, go to the website. Uh, there's a ton of ways you can actually get support with this. Um, if you aren't a premium member yet, by all means, go and check out the trade desk. There's some fantastic people in our community that are very abundant with their time and experience, some very experienced and successful trade business owners that are very sharing uh, of um, their time and resources. I see people sharing documents and stuff uh, with non-members who are just asking the questions so um you know make sure you jump into either the free group or go and check out the trade desk uh it's free for 30 days so we've got a 30-day trial running uh again at the moment so jump on that while you've got the opportunity and um and as always coxie and i are available if you have a question you want to ask you can drop us a dm via our social channels and um we'll always get back to you within less than a week (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> depends on, who, who depends on, on the, the time board. of year yeah yeah so there thank you, go. you for listening i hope you all have a cracking lead up to christmas keep running through the line you've only got a little 10 sleeps till christmas many of our members are, are finishing up work on the 18th so they don't have far to go at all if you have to work all the way through to the christmas eve don't forget to keep running past that run right into Christmas day. Think about these little tiny, they're just tiny things that need to continue to be done. They'll make a big difference to what next year looks like. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the tradies and business podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradies and business.com.au.